0: It is 24 minutes past six. Now, the former president of Honduras has appeared virtually in a U.S. court. It's after being extradited to face federal drugs and weapon charges. Juan Orlando Hernandez is accused of facilitating the transport of hundreds of thousands of kilos of cocaine into the United States. Well, we can speak to John Bonfiglio, who is a Latin America correspondent based in Mexico. Morning, John. Good morning, So, what exactly is Juan Orlando Hernandez accused of doing?
1: So, essentially, of uh, drugs trafficking and money laundering offences. His brother, it's worth saying, is already doing life in prison in a Florida jail for the same alleged offences. And the accusation, the broad accusation, is that he operated Honduras as a narco-state during the course of his two-term presidency. Um, either, depending on who you speak to, facilitating the uh, operation of the cartels and the flow of drugs up to the U.S., or if you listen to some other individuals and organizations, actually masterminding and heading up uh, his own quasi-cartel to, to send uh, you know, the, the, these materials, these narcotics up, up to the U.S. I think, really, there's no question about his involvement. In, in what's taken place and what continues to take place in Latin America and plague Latin America vis-a-vis drugs and the cartels. But I think the interesting, a more interesting question is, did he have a choice? I mean, was he actually at the head of these things? Or or a broader question, how do you actually get to the presidency of, say, a country in Central America, if you were not already in hot with the cartels? Because, you know, as far as I can uh, make out, uh, the cartels are, are the single most powerful influence in this hemisphere, bar none.
0: Well, that's what I wanted to ask you, because there, you know, there is a difference, isn't there, between heading it up and, and, and making financial gain from this and effectively turning a blind eye because of the, the strength and the power of the cartels?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I just don't see that, like, if you ask the question, you know, what is a narco state? Is Honduras a narco state? Absolutely. I'm I'm speaking to you from Mexico now. You know, uh, is Mexico, to all extents and purposes, a narco state? I mean, if we define a narco state by the fact that a country perhaps uses its political, you know, national infrastructure uh, to to aid and, and develop Uh, the the growth and the transport of narcotics well absolutely as well and and you know if you you could extend that through to a significant number of countries and the grip that that the drugs trade has on the region and and actually broader than that it's actually not um i've said this a, a number of times really but actually the cartels are not interested in drugs they are interested in anything which which makes them money so that could be illegal logging that could be um uh, smuggling of uh, endangered species that could be avocado growing if for sure it's drugs but it's a, it's a whole host of of different things and these organizations are basically you know massively streamlined and successful and violent hyper violent multinationals that are um, designed to make significant amounts of money and they do not see borders uh, as as an issue or as a um, as any kind of impediment to getting what they want done.
0: What is Hernández's defence? Uh,
1: that, he, that he didn't do it, really, basically, that he wasn't involved, that it's a political accusation. Hernández has just been uh, replaced by shamara Castro uh, in, um, in Honduras. She is the wife of uh, Manuel Zelaya, who was ousted in a coup uh, just before Hernandez came to power. So his defence, which tends to be the political defence in Latin America, is that it's actually a political uh, con- con- concoction that's been, uh, that's been set up. It's a harder play for him because this isn't just an accusation by his political opponents, but it's actually come from, uh, you know, an extradition request from the US, and there's been r- rumours around this for, for a long time, and, and he's been sent up to, to face trial in New York. Also worth saying, he's actually not the first... Um, previous Latin America president uh, to, to be extradited and face trial. The Guatemalan president, Alfonso Portillo, from 2000 to 2004, um, did uh, time uh, for money laundering for six years. And a previous president of Honduras between 1990 and 1994, Rafael Callejas, related to the FIFA scandal also. Actually, he wasn't extradited, but he actually gave himself in uh, but died before sentencing. So, I, I, actually, the, the other way of looking at this, I think, is actually uh, from a U.S. perspective, and not in the sense of bringing people to justice, but actually the fact that, um, again, t- to my mind, the U.S. really doesn't know what to do about its its drugs problem. So it's currently focusing, and has done for a little while, on on um, on high profile prosecutions uh, with the pretense that it's actually, you know, getting something done. But the- but the truth is that, you know, in terms of the actual damage to uh, to the criminal infrastructure of the cartels, you know, whether it's Juan Carlos. Hernandez or Chapo man doing life imprisonment or whoever else it is you know in terms of the, the capos that they may arrest and and put into jail and, and so on that actually that, that does not affect the fundamental supply and demand issue that exists between North America and Latin America vis-a-vis drugs.
0: In light of the history that you've just outlined there are, are people surprised that he has been arrested and and put on trial for this?
1: Really, not surprised at all. I think what people are surprised about, if anything, is actually the speed of um, the process. I mean, this is an individual who was president of Honduras, and actually, uh, Honduras being probably the US's staunchest ally in the region, and uh, as uh, soon ago as January. In January, he was still in office. Uh, February uh, came out of office, immediately there was an extradition request, and he was arrested very Public arrest. It was very, very much made a show of, as he was um, walked down the street in, in cuffs, um, and then in March, a judge in uh, the Supreme Court in, in Honduras judged that he could be extradited, and now in April, he's in the U.S. now, uh, facing, uh, facing trial, facing charges. So that's a, you know, that's a, that's a ninety-day turnaround for the most powerful individual in uh, Honduras to go from there to. Being a, a probable uh, um, convicted criminal.
0: Really interesting. Thank you so much for speaking to us this morning. That's John Don Figlio, who is Latin America correspondent, based in Mexico.